0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, is the indigo angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original roach rider, Mr. Matt Naz.
1: Keep it rolling, baby.
0: There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with you another week talking about new metal as we always do on the shows we create our new metal canon. This week, we're taking a break from Side Project Summer to dive back into an oft-requested band. But I was like, "When are you gonna get to that earshot, baby?" Today's the day. We're talking about earshot and their album "Letting Go." Get all up into this album, but before we do, it is time to talk about who's tweeting. Who's tweeting? Who is? Brianna Wolf sent us a list. Ooh, a That's list. It. This list. This Jenny. What is this list?
2: We love a list. Uh, This is the top 10 best new metal guitarists. uh, And this is according to Tetrarch guitarist Diamond Rowe. Tetrarch has been recommended to us, I believe. Diamond Rowe was the first black female guitar player from a heavy metal band to be featured in major metal publications. So this is according to what Diamond has to say. These are the 10 best new metal guitarists. We've got Dan Donagan of Disturbed, Wes Borland of Limp Biscuit, Brad Delson Lincoln Park, Greg Tribbett of Mudvayne, Steph Carpenter, No Towns. <laughs> Head and Monkey, of Corn, Jim Root, of Slipknot, Darren Malakian, System of a Down, and Rob Flynn, Machine Head.
0: That's a star studded list. I gotta say, I really like this list because it had a lot of surprises. For one, she, right off the bat, Diamond's like Dan Donnegan, unsung hero of Disturbed. You know, like right away. She's giving props to somebody you don't you don't normally hear people giving props to old Donegan. Also, Delson in Lincoln Park. Yeah. You know?
2: You don't you don't hear a lot of props for him.
0: You don't no, no you don't. You no. Know, um Steph. Steph is lauded always, but good to see him on the list. And really, Head and Monkey, they are a package team. And even Monkey said when Head wasn't in corn, he was like, I miss miss my brother. And when he returned, everything became good again. So, yeah, this is a wonderful list. A wonderful list. Matt, any thoughts on this list?
1: Got familiar faces. All of them familiar faces, but like. Got familiar faces to new metal guitar list, for sure. I mean, Wes, I think, has been on, on all of them. Monkey had have been on all of them. But yeah, who's our, who's our friend from Mudvayne? Greg Tribbett. That's my favorite ad, uh, because I feel like Mudvayne, of all the new metal bands, was very technical.
0: Very technical. Very technical. Those, I mean, <laughs> LD50, man, let me tell you, put on your hard hat, get out. Your your slide rule. It's going to get technical. <laughs> all right? just going to get technical. All right? You got your graph paper. You got your sharpened pencils. It's about to get technical.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Rob you know- Flynn, mm. surprise inclusion.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah, Rob Flynn. And it gets called out, too. She does call it out that, like, you probably don't think of Rob Flynn. But a lot of his early guitar riffs, she says, had those new metal grooves. So, there you go. hmm
0: I got to say, we have not done a vein record in a while. What's Mudvayne up to? No,
3: maybe
1: uh, Yeah, yeah maybe well, we 10 years ago, out. what were they up to? <laughs> what were they up to 10
0: years ago? <laughs> 10, 15 years ago. All right, well, thank you. Uh, as always, thank you, Brianna. Wonderful list. We love a list. Thank you so much. Um, we also have to talk about some feedback we got for our Primer 55 episode. Primer
1: 55. Feedback.
0: Uh, Gareth Davies said, great app. Funky Ken's palpable joy at signing a customer and Lauren blowing his funny fuse made my day. Sticking out tongue emoji. Also having Josh on board for some insights was great. You need to hit up Wes when you do Big Dumb Face for Side Project Summer. We'll get
1: right on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that guy's is uh, very much his own man.
0: <laughs> Wes does
1: what Wes does. Truly, we'll, see, truly. we'll see what we can do. He's not in Detroit anymore. So no, he's not. <laughs> the dreams of having him in my basement are over.
2: <laughs> Without context, that sounds super kidnappy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, don't, don't, I, don't clarify, Matt. Don't clarify. Don't, you, it? don't, don't, clarify, <laughs> don't it. clarify. Don't clarify. Don't clarify. Leave it enjoy everybody enjoy, enjoy uh
2: brianna wolf says finish this episode and immediately hit play on the album when it was done because i dug what i heard so much of course the real highlight of the episode is funky Ken's sale, but the songs are a close second also here to second charcoal tongue maybe not their 30p but the first two for sure thank you brianna
0: Thank you, Brianna. And Shane Heffley said, Josh is such a fantastic guest. Can't wait to have him back on. A true podcasting professional knows exactly how to fit right in and supplement what the show does best. He's a professional. He's one of the best. He's one of the best. So fun to have Josh on. So happy to have him on. We'll definitely, we're going to have him back. Don't worry. Don't
2: worry. We're going to have him back on. It's been foretold.
0: There it is, <laughs> and uh, and finally, it's time for another selection from Andrew Wolf's Roachamendations.
1: Roachamendations.
0: We've been counting oh, yeah. down this hot list of songs he told us to check out. So many rippers we've been getting in here. Some noisy boys. It's been it's been wild. Jenny, who are we listening to this week?
2: This week we are going to listen to a song by the band Romala. And it's called Kill a Celebrity. I'd
1: love to detonate a car bomb on doors of your precious MTV. Put some sarin gas in the central AC at the VMAs It watch those beautiful faces turn ashy gray. Everybody's getting murdered right now. I is better than with the open eye. I refuse to of worship the human face. Oh, I refuse to worship the human
2: face. Yeah. This is interesting. So, Romala, I always thought of as a hardcore band. Um, I'd never heard them like put down for for new metal. Uh, one of the people in that band is one of the founders of Blood for Blood, which is another hardcore band. Um, so, that was a ripper.
1: That is absolutely a ripper.
0: That that thing. I was a little worried up top. It seemed like they got a little intro heavy, like they had like three hot ways to start the song and they wanted to start the song with all three of them. But it it got there. I mean, I was all I mean, he could have gone right into that riff after, you know, the sarin gas line, which is, I'm going to say it vivid. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Uh, I was just like, what's it look like when people get poisoned with sarin gas? Oh, Ramallah is going to let you know. (laughs) So, yeah uh thank you for that unforgettable never gonna forget where i was when i heard that one. Ah, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, boy wow but you know what this list this list ain't done it's still got a lot of surprises who knew this i mean this many songs deep that we were gonna get you know i mean it's called kill a celebrity and it's like literal
1: <laughs> literally like here's yeah. my plan of action mm-hmm. step one yeah yeah
0: (laughs) ramallah's like i know i know writers who use subtext and they're
1: cowards (laughs) i write all text
0: all text all the time
2: yeah i mean blood for blood no different very different bands but i will say (laughs) it's all text as well
0: holy cow all right well We're all on a watch list now, and that's all right, as long as those people are subscribing to the show on iTunes. I appreciate it. Um, Thank you so much uh, for everybody sending in for who's tweeting. Keep on sending your recommendations, sending in your lists, sending in your musings. RoachCoachPodcast at gmail.com. Of course, you can slide into those DMs or say hello on any of the various social medias that we are on, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or RoachCoach on all of those. Coach with a K. That's right, Matt. Thank you. I always forget to, to mention that. I'm here and for you. Thank you. And uh, now it's time to talk about the album of the week, you guys. It's Earshot, their album Letting Go. Jenny, when did this album
2: come out? This album was released on May 7th, 2002. That's a, that's come, a down. come down. That's, uh, that's right when I was graduating high school. With all the world in front of me, a sweet summer child. Wow. I know. Wow, Jenny. Hey, joke's on me. <laughs> 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 but, uh, you know, yeah. Earshot, Earshot themselves sounds like a sweet summer child in the music industry when this was, this was put out. We all had hopes and dreams. We'll see how it pans out for Earshot.
0: We will. We will. Jenny, I guess we'll start with you. Any history with Earshot?
2: No, other than telling you all about how I felt when I graduated high school (laughs) in May of 2002. My only history with this band is that they did have a song on the Queen of the Damned soundtrack. So uh, that is the only history with earshot that I have. How about you, Lauren?
0: Uh this album cover was vaguely familiar and listening to this album some of these songs occasionally seem familiar so I feel like I must have heard this band in passing you know unless maybe I was playing Legends of Wrestling 2 for the PlayStation 2 GameCube or Xbox and heard some of these songs entirely possible
1: Totally possible
0: Totally possible uh Matt any history with Earshot
1: I don't have any history with Earshot I don't even know if I've seen this album cover, but there is something familiar about the earshot font. Mm. Like, that looks familiar.
0: It is very distinct looking. Um, this album cover is uh, a rippling water with a silhouette of, as confirmed in the liner notes, a lady. Even though she's just in silhouette, she still gets a credit. And, uh, oh, her name is Peggy Free. There you go. And, uh, yeah, I do have a physical copy of this album here. Picked it up. Internet Big Thrift. Let me make sure I get the right numbers for you guys, because I know people are keeping score at home. I got it from Glenn the Bookseller for a sweet $2.88. Glenn, you're the best.
2: You can always count on Glenn.
0: Always can count on Glenn. Most notable things in the liner notes. We get a few shots of the band. And I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. These guys
1: are hunks yeah oh I, I see them i see this rundown and these guys big lunks and super hunks
2: i gotta say these guys i i look like i'm looking at a line of dudes i gotta get away from and stay away from
0: <laughs> <laughs> these guys look like trouble jenny they look like they're gonna they're gonna oh, ruin your weekend y-
2: they look like the worst kind of trouble the oh, worst the, kind
1: of thing. These guys are going to come up to you at the bar and then the next thing you know they're living on your couch.
2: Oh, they're they're banging my friends and I'm like, friend name, you gotta stop. And she's like, I know. He just, I don't know. And then they're in a relationship for like four years and they break up and I'm like, friend name, I told you. <laughs>
0: Um, well, let's. We, we talked about how hunky they are, but who are they, Jenny? Who's in earshot? <laughs> who are these hunks?
2: Who are these, these hunks? These hunks are Will Martin on vocals and guitar, Scott Kohler on bass, Mike Callahan on guitar, and Dieter Harmon on drums.
0: There you have it. Producers on this album, Jenny. Oh, uh, we've yeah. got,
2: I think it's David Kane. Or I'm not quite sure how to pronounce the name. The last name is K-A-H-N-E. Kane or Khan and Jason Slater.
0: There you have it. Uh, Jason Slater, I was not familiar with. And his Wikipedia lists him as an American producer, musician, songwriter. And his credits include being the bassist for Third Eye Blind. Wow. Whoa. Yes. Wow. And then he left to become the bassist, songwriter, and producer for Snake River Conspiracy, along with a few other groups, including a group called Broham, which has been recommended to us before, along with Snake River Conspiracy. So this guy jumps from Third Eye Blind, and then he's like, I got to get into that new baby.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But we also got to talk about, I, I've always called him David Kahn. Okay. Uh, but I don't know if that's right or not. You could be you're right it could be David Kane that h that h is what throws it all off David <laughs> David David what a career this man has had Jenny for one he's a Grammy winner he produced MTV Unplugged Tony Bennett but then his other records Jenny run down this resume run it down
2: Oh give me just a second and I will <laughs> Let's see he's produced records for Paul McCartney Fishbone whose logo he is responsible for sublime whoa
1: he's responsible for the fishbone logo
2: yes he is
1: oh my gosh
2: uh let's see he made it in mac paint on an early model macintosh 128k uh he's worked with sublime the strokes the rubens sugar ray the bangles translator romeo void where oh there we go see Stevie Nicks comes after that. Teddy Thompson, New Order, Kelly Clarkson, Lana Del Rey, the outfield, Renee Fleming, Regina Spector, Ingrid Michelson, 78 Violet, Alex Johnson, and composer John Moran on his 1995 opera, Matthew in the School of Life, which featured poet Allen Ginsberg. He also worked with Linkin Park. He's done a lot, this man.
0: He's done a lot. I found his personal website in which he goes in detail on nearly all of the artists that he worked with. And I don't want to say he names names, but he definitely airs airs some things out, airs out some grievances about how some records were handled, promoted, even made. Also doles out some praise. Got a lot of nice things to say about uh, Bradley of Sublime because he produced that Sublime record. Oh, wow. Yep. And uh, also talking about working with Sugar Ray. He's basically one of the people responsible for Sugar Ray really breaking through. And when we'll get to it, he talks about his experience working with Earshot. Um, and I, I want to talk about this really quick because we're never going to come back to this ever again, I think, is that he talked about working with Orgy because he worked on vapor transmission. And he, uh, co- he focuses on the song Fiction, Dreams, and Digital. And he had this to say. He said, yikes too much speedy pill. This is a really good track despite all the drama. Jay has a strong identity in his voice. Fingers on the kill switch. Josh Abraham was the main producer and I helped out to try to close. And I was like there's a lot going on there. That that felt almost like if you're in the if you're in the biz, you're like, "Oh, I know what David was dealing with there." <laughs> but uh yeah, if you want if you want to have him just dive in, th- there was only a couple notable omissions that were unremarked on in this whole rundown of songs i don't know, and i don't know how much of a deep dive you did jenny but he does not name names or say anything about the strokes record at all yeah, wow.
2: i po- i popped in and out i read like the regina specter section and imagine heap but yeah i just popped in and out and each time i was like let's go over to h who's he worked with what a surprise I like that he, uh, he'll let you listen to stuff and, and tell you what he thinks.
0: Yeah. So that was very cool. Did you happen to read his part about his experience working with Stevie Nicks?
2: I did not.
0: Ooh, that one is very cool. Stevie Nicks is very cool to work with. Surprising. No one. Going back to Earshot, Jenny, we got some genre tags here.
2: We sure do. And the genre tags are alternative metal and new metal.
0: All right, there we go. Clear as day. Clear as day. Um, Two reviews on uh, Wikipedia for the record. All Music gave it 2.5 out of 5. Melodic.net, 3 out of 5. They do not quote anything here. And this record made it to number 82 on the Billboard 200. And the lead single Getaway reached number 4 on the U.S. Active Rock Charts and stayed in the top 100 for over 64 weeks
2: that's a long time
0: it's a long time sounds like they had a hit there sounds like they had a hit there um so i think i think unless we have anything else to touch on i think we're ready to dive into this record
2: all right let's do it the first track on this record is headstrong
4: The mood is dark, the lights are low.
0: So we got a bit of a moody intro there, and then it just starts chugging away. And uh, Jenny, this is from, this is the song that was on the Queen of the Damned soundtrack.
2: It sure is. It's
0: got a strong chorus. Get those fists in the air. Matt, you threw your hands in the air involuntarily when that chorus hit. You couldn't help yourself. I
1: could not help myself. It's got a good riff,
0: strong open. Jenny, thoughts on Headstrong?
2: I thought it was, I, I wouldn't say it was a hot open. It was definitely moody. It made me wonder about the tone of the rest of the album. And of course, I was just thinking, oh, we're getting the Queen of the Damned song out right away. Yeah, I thought it was all right. SongMeanings.com, Lauren. <laughs> Songmeanies.com. Uh, it's been a little while since we've had a true assist from songmeanings.com, but this record, people came out with opinions. But there was one on this that I, I really liked, and it's the first, the first comment that I saw. Unique sound. I was impressed upon first hearing it. He ends the song in a strong manner, in such a way you have to listen to the song again and again just to get the feeling over and over. Earshot may be building something of a huge fan base here soon. It's from Avatara on May 9th, 2002. Two days after the release
0: of this record. They were there for it.
1: Living. Living for it.
0: Can we talk about that wording real quick? Um, Earshot may be building something of a huge fan base here soon. Sounds (laughs) like...
1: Hey, don't don't commit so gung ho, there, buddy.
0: <laughs> uh, so somebody, uh, I, I don't know. It seems uh, maybe I'm, I'm going to say it. Perhaps a plant. Mm.
2: <laughs> but they're he not ends saying the anything. the song in they're such a saying... strong manner.
0: Well, they're trying to seem unassuming.
1: While at Hello, the same time fellow saying... children. Yeah. This this rock and roll band really seems to. Burn it all down.
2: In such a way, you have to listen to the song again, again. and again, again just to get the feeling over and over.
1: Wow. Yeah. Uh, I bought two copies, and I think everybody should buy at least two copies. One
0: for the car, one for for your house. Actually get three because you need one for your grandma's house when you're doing those sick ollies.
2: That's true. Give it away as a grad gift. Oh the places you'll go. <laughs> and letting go <laughs> by shot
0: But what really starts to get wild is that some people start to say, Is earshot an original band?
1: Are they? Well um, I think I think there's a conversation to be had there.
0: <laughs> so Nothing Face 555 shows up. And they said, I'm not trying to bag on earshot or anything. I like the song and all, but they don't really have a very original sound. When I first heard the song, I thought it was Tool. There's nothing wrong with it, of course, but call it what it is. Good, but unoriginal music. Mm. That's called taking those floodgates and opening them up.
1: Because oh, uh it gets wild. Bedlam. Could- because I think that's a fair comment. I would have said, vocally, we go to Tooltown.
0: Matt, you say that.
1: How dare walking, I? You're
0: walking down an alley and suddenly your legs don't work anymore because that sniper gotcha. I, I mean, there's a million. It just keeps going. It just keeps going. I mean, Angel Eight Star says the lead singer of Earshot, Will Martin, may sound like Maynard, but music and lyric wise, I don't think they sound like Tool at all. Tool God comes down from Tool Town and says,
2: I think these people are stupid. I'm a huge tool fan and lyrically Earshot is completely different. Yes, Will from Earshot resembles Maynard, but only briefly. Earshot CD is awesome and has its own unique sound.
0: Nothing face five 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 comes back and says, Well it's fair enough. Just just my opinion is all. That didn't stop anybody. Kill Your Idol says, <laughs> nothing like dissing a band just because the front man sounds similar to someone else. Eh? And nothing face comes back and says, hey, I didn't diss shit. And I said I liked Deer Shot's music. I just don't find them original. And then Bleeding Freaks says original in one sense. Tools, musical composition, six, four, and seven, eight times are quite different from not just Earshot, but from many other artists. Plus, their sound is highly polished in a good way.
1: And coherent and, then, and definitive. Uh, oh, excuse me. I Can turn I into I even... a sweepy piggy. <laughs>
0: and this oh, goes. Do you
1: mind if I just keep polishing my huge
0: boner over here? <laughs> it never stops. Nothing Phase 555 keeps having to come back and apologize, and no one will accept. No one will accept.
2: Oh, no one will accept. Under Alice says, holy sweet shit, Chris, the lead singer, sounds like the not-so-one-and-only to- voice of Maynard of Tool. Tool's the best band of all time and shall rule all forever. Earshot is good, but not similar to Tool. Even the voice differs from Maynard's in some songs. And oh boy, it just goes and goes and goes. We're only on the first song.
0: We're the, wars only on the, first song. the war's just begun. The war's just begun.
2: That's right. The, f-
1: the, f- the shot heard around the world, where the guy loosely said they sounded like Tool.
2: Yeah, pretty good band. I think they kind of sound like Tool.
4: Motherfucker.
2: Nothing face five five five. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah I mean they basically he should have he should have uh listened to Slipknot if you're 555 well I'm 666 and you think they sound like Tool I'm gonna beat the shit out of you <laughs>
2: there we go well let's see let's see what happens next in this already tense tense start here Uh up next we've got Misery <laughs>
4: Time. I can see the end is coming Closer I can hear it calling me Feeding away now Touching every soul in fear Converting from far and near How I wish you all the best And I love you being I
1: oh, I'm glad I left it on just to hear that.
4: Oh
0: man, I wrote in my notes that we got some scraping and chugging, and I don't want to get, you know, beat up outside the CVS. <laughs> but it really does sound a hell of a lot like Tool. <laughs> just yeah. not, just not as big or as grimy. I think. Ter- well, I think this Tool era. I think it's a little grimier. I think they're not so grimy now. Jenny, thoughts?
2: Yeah. This song for sure sounds like Tool. Um, (laughs) I'll die for my cause. I fear no Tool fan or Earshot fan. I'm fighting my own war on two fronts. It sounds like Tool. But this song, I was like, oh boy, what are we in for here? The... (laughs) Scared really got me. This song wasn't for me. It definitely was very reminiscent of what was popular on like our local alternative radio station 89X and also like our hard rock station 101 The Riff Riff Rocks. I think this is where I would have heard this and been like, this fucking shit. (laughs) Like, This is the stuff that I was a huge asshole about at this time and perhaps at this time too. Um, (laughs) Not for me, but I, I really do want to know though, like Lauren, I feel like you have a lot more, I feel like you liked and enjoy music like this a lot more than I do. And I'm curious about what you thought about it.
0: The thing that struck me about it was that as much as it evokes a lot of those riff bands and that, you know, post uh, what Come Down era sort of stuff where we're starting, starting to tilt into butt rock. These guys don't really feel very butt to me, though. No. Uh, it, it, they still have... I think the tool element of things definitely balances that out. So I, I didn't mind it. Also, the production is very clean, very slick. I didn't say very slick, but it's slick. And so it... it um, it seems more controlled, and there isn't anything in here that's, like, I don't think they ever call anybody, like, a bitch. I don't even know if there's any swear words on this album. Like, its it still seems pretty, like, you could listen to this with your mom in the car type of stuff. Matt, your mom would
2: be like, this sounds like
0: Tool. <laughs> Mom, don't say it! it Mom! Does not! Mom! Don't say that, the Earshot fans or Tool fans. I don't know who's mad. That's the thing. I don't know who's mad. Are Earshot fans <laughs> mad The Tool? It's uh, unclear. It's very unclear who's mad at who. Mm. Uh, Matt, any thoughts on Misery?
1: Guys, I did not like that song. <laughs> at all.
0: Matt, uh, is it because when you were listening to it, you felt scared?
1: I was. Scared! And... <laughs> but i also felt like well, i was lost in a hallway which makes sense
0: yeah we're good. we have more hallways to come only one song uh, oh sorry only one comment on songmeanings.com and it's a classic it's a classic songmeanings comment it goes How a little something there
1: isn't more comments <laughs>
0: matt yes indeed i can't believe no one has commented on this song <laughs> it's a overall great song the one i look forward to most on the cd it's the second
1: song <laughs> what? I wait with bated breath through Headstrong and then boom, sweet release, misery. Oh, here it
0: comes. No reason to be scared anymore. It's here. Uh, it's a great CD. And when I first heard this song, I was in awe. Great li- song to listen to in school. That's from commenter Dark Rage.
2: This. The record company had to have somehow enlisted people to leave these comments. I, I cannot believe that this.
1: <laughs> Why it's me, have. normal human. I Here love on- to listen
2: to this in school.
0: <laughs> with
2: a K. It's. I'm it's sorry. With a K. I'm sorry, Matt. I'm to cut you off.
1: No, we're doing the same bit. Like it really it's like um excuse me, it is I, normal human who definitely listens to this great rock and roll band in school when catching up with my chums. Well, well, Jenny, this is your this is your
0: senior year of high school. I mean, this is the type of comment you would have left about a band that you enjoy, right?
2: I sincerely don't know, but I don't think so.
0: You wouldn't have been, like, on the hippo's message board? A great to listen- song
2: to listen to at school. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think all I was doing on the internet my senior year of high school was, like, chatting with boys. <laughs> and, like, getting mad because my mom would have to make a phone call and I'd get kicked off the internet. <laughs> that was... It was... I, I didn't even have, like, the... um the ability to do such things. I wasn't even aware, I should say. But there there are so many comments on Songmeetings.com that are like Earshot is a great new band. One that I'll surely listen to. And it's just very like it's a little fishy is all I'm saying.
0: Definitely a little fishy. Let's keep this bad boy going.
2: Alright. Up next we've got Getaway.
4: Stay all in one piece when broken Kind remarks and your words outspoken Driving far from the path of destruction Coming ever so close to Throwing it all away again Is this awesome great big life? something down
1: hey maynard is is that your car out there because it seems that someone has Wait. stolen the tires from it Wait.
0: Wait, 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 hold on. Is is breaking Benjamin back? I just I just put new locks on that car. What? Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. That is my pitch perfect Maynard James Keenan impression. Really good. Thank you. I was I was fooled. Thank you, Jenny. Thank you. Jenny, we'll start with you thoughts on Getaway.
2: This sounds like a radio rock song. Up and down. Catchy chorus. I liked the build. Yeah, I can see how it just sort of lurked around the the rock charts for as long as it did. Seems like that kind of like generic just seems like it, it does seem generic, but I can see it just sort of existing in... Wait, am I thinking of a different song? No, I'm not, because it sounds like all the other songs. Um, but yeah, it just sounds uh, not like Jill, I know, I got him, I got him. But yeah, it it sounds like a radio hit. It is that. It is on that like that ramped butt town. Doesn't quite get there, but it's definitely come down style new metal. Lauren, what would you think?
0: You know, we're building, building to that big tool chorus. And I was not mad about it. I wrote in my notes, I loved Undertow too. So who am I to criticize these guys? Although I did say, Maynard, please, I know you just changed your locks on your house because of Breaking Benjamin, but here come Earshot. And they about to raid that wine cellar. So yeah, you know, I mean, it was a, it was a good time. I always had a good time with this one. I, 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 think like, I think you're right that it's like generic, but maybe we should be so lucky. To have something this solid because it felt very solid to me mm-hmm. it didn't feel i i felt like I, we've dealt with emptier stuff that wasn't as solid and i i felt like you know this one i, I feel like this one honestly could probably be underrated a little bit I, I i had a good time with this one every time so i thought it was pretty good over on his website david i are gonna say david khan said said this about the song. He said, this song was in the active rock top 10 for weeks, but the label never made a video, never made the big push. I still don't understand why. It was just a big hit sitting there for them. So, there is a video on YouTube, but it sucks. <laughs> it It's one of the worst videos that I think I've seen for the show because it's just them performing on stage in black and white. The... Audio is perfectly synced up, but they never cut to the crowd, so it feels like they're performing for no one. And it makes the band seem small, frankly. It, doesn't, it makes them seem like you realize when you don't have those shots of the crowd, what those crowd shots do for the image of a band. And having them absent from the video, I was like, Who are, they, they might as well have been in the rehearsal space. And um, it did them a disservice. And I, I, I agree with David. Give this a hot video. You might be onto something. And I know I'm not alone. Jenny, in these comments, there's a comment. Mm. I think you know the one. Uh, I don't know that I do. It's from One Side Society. And they said, this guy? Oh, This guy (laughs) is actually pretty sexy and can't beat the song. It's awesome. That's right. Let's not forget Earshot Honks. They're hunks. <sighs> they
2: look like bar managers, each and every one. <laughs> I'm just looking at this this photo that you have behind you, Lauren, and they just they might actually just look like people who managed bars that I worked at. I don't I don't know.
0: I'm just gonna say we're gonna get there, but I don't know. Will Will definitely seems hunky to me, and um. Now, I know we had just said earlier that Avatara might be a plant. I think I said that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But then, Avatara says something that makes me think, oh, wait a minute. This is a real person because they just didn't fucking realize what they walked into. Jenny, this comment.
2: Yeah, and it should be noted that this came on April 19th, 2002. That's weird. Uh, They said... Uh, is it just me, or does Earshot sound heavily influenced by Tool? I mean, when the singer goes into the chorus of How Much Must I Live Through Just to Get Away, he sounds very similar to Maynard. And that is just... <laughs> so. Uh, okay, hold on. I'm short-circuiting. Uh, <laughs> he sounds very similar to Maynard. That's just scary. Overall, a good song. Earshot has some serious potential. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wait a minute! Wait,
0: wait, wait! What happens at the end there? It's like they're like, okay, hold on, I still got to rock the company line here.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's possible that like this is like. Uh,
1: no fan has ever said this band I like has potential.
2: Maybe this is like the American Idol effect because this was kind of like when American Idol was newer and like picking up like popularity. Right? Was this a big American Idol era?
0: Mm, I, I, feel th- like, I feel like American Idol was 2003. Oh. All I right. Could be, I could be wrong. I could, no, no, no. I think you're right because summer of '03, best summer of my life, as I mentioned before, I was getting Rolling Stone magazine and Clay Aiken was on the front cover of the magazine I got that summer, which would indicate that was season two, season yes. one. So yes, Jenny, you are correct.
2: There we go. It's that AI effect.
0: And so, Matt, I know what you're thinking. How intense is this debate? Like, who's really going to weigh in on this thing? How about the dead? What? That's right, Matt. I'm going to read this comment, and then I'm going to tell you who wrote it. And you're not going to fucking believe your ears. I don't think that earshot sounds like Tool, except for the fact that the lead singer may have a voice somewhat like Maynard's. Earshot is a great band and has its own sound that is intense and very pleasing to listen to. Earshot is awesome and should not be recognized as the band that is trying to imitate Tool, but known as a band with their own unique sound. That was on May 7th, 2002 from one Kurt Cobain. <laughs>
3: mhm.
0: Hi. <laughs> you know what? It really says something about this debate. that Kurt Cobain... <laughs> He's not coming down to see his daughter or his widow. He's like, I got to fucking weigh in on this
1: earshot V tool. <laughs> and the and this, is, this is a major brouhaha in heaven. I got to come down here. Also, I believe this band has potential.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, we don't know. No, we don't know for sure. Maybe some of, I don't know. I'll say this. I don't know for sure where people go when they pass away. I also don't fully know where my comments go when I make them on the internet. It's possible that it's the same place, you know? Maybe Mm -hmm. what used to be like a peaceful, heavenly place for people who have passed on suddenly is like everything that we send to the cloud (gasps) or send everywhere is just like bumping into people. And Kurt Cobain is like, what is this argument about earshot? (laughs) I'll settle this. I'll
0: have to weigh in on this one. And then uh, my, my other – this was my favorite comment from all of these, which was from Genesia, uh, who said, okay, let's face it. It's hard to find completely original bands nowadays. The calling sound like default – Default sound like Creed, and Creed was a pussied out "I Love God" version of Alice and Chains, who were influenced by the music they loved. I like how the research stopped right there. <laughs> Will Will sounds like Maynard, Sully from Godsmack sounds like Lane Staley from Alice and Chains. It's always gonna be that way. Bands are gonna sound alike. Earshot and his amazing band floating on the underground success of Tool. Debated as the best band, oh, I don't know, ever. It's just taken people a long time to copy them. All this aside, I like Earshot. I think they're a great band. I love Will's voice. And they have extreme potential. Enough <laughs> <Nuff> said. Extreme. <laughs> the narks are awesome. Out. <laughs> it, it, what is what is it called? This is like that situation where they're like, We arrested this drug dealer, and then he's like, I'm an undercover cop! Like it's all all the calls are coming from inside the house, but the cops own the house. It's all narcs, <laughs> there's no real fans here. Except for Kirk Cobain, who came down from heaven <laughs> to weigh in.
1: <laughs> oh my god, how is this possible? They have a lot of
0: potential. <laughs> they
1: have tremendous amount of I potential. I mean, the thing is, I'm yeah. hearing it. And it starts with a P and it ends with it. potential.
0: Matt, Jenny, have you thought about the fact that perhaps these fans and or narcs for earshot are perhaps more supportive than our parents at moments?
2: <laughs> at moments? At moments?
1: <laughs> no, my parents are very supportive. Okay. No
2: one ever accused me of sounding
0: like Tool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's not true. Yet,
2: not yet at least. Not yet. J- oh, Jenny.
0: <laughs> oh man. One day. One day you're gonna say something, and Mitch is gonna be like, "Sound a little Maynard there, Jenny."
2: Yeah. My dad's gonna be like, "Maynard? Did you get your own original voice?" I'm like, oh God, Dad. How dare you? <laughs> All right. Let's let's keep listening here. Up next, we've got "Not Afraid." <laughs>
1: If this isn't the Eminem song written before the Eminem song, I'm turning it off.
4: <laughs> Don't leave me alone.
1: Promise kept. Wow. That song is a stinker. No, I need you to call
4: and everything's wrong. doesn't it hurt? Yeah.
0: They nailed that chorus, you guys. We were all just waving our hands in the air, feeling those earshot vibes. Uh, I mean, this one, honestly, this one, I felt like they were pulling more, uh, from the Linkin Park playbook a bit. That's where I got a bit of a Lincoln Park vibe. Not, not a, I would say, not a direct one to one. Not a direct one to one, but it felt like, it felt like a vibe situation. Mm. Which, which, uh, yeah. So I was, I, I wrote, this was good stuff. I enjoyed this one. Matt, what do you think?
1: You know, I I was making fun of it at first. Enjoyable song. Modern rock radio fodder. Um, Crest in the butt, but not a full butt dive. Uh, Praise and worship chorus. It's, I mean, I think I might be going out on a limb here. but I think this band might have potential. Oh, Matt. Matt.
2: (laughs) Someone agrees with you Uh, on songmeetings.com. Better Than You commented on September 28th, 2002. Very good song from a band with ample potential. I seem to dislike all of the new bands I hear on the radio because they all sound alike and they all sound very untalented. (laughs) The earshot sounded completely different and seemed to be on a higher level. Their songs, like this one, are much deeper than the songs of other new bands. And this, Matt, in all caps, this band has potential. (laughs) You know... I talk a lot of shit on this show, and I don't like a lot of the songs that we hear. But this person saying they all sound very untalented seems unfair, even by my standards. Like all the bands on the radio sound very untalented to you. Each That's one? Very you are very untalented. <laughs> That's such a harsh Wow, so It's harsh.
0: harsh. Uh, well, I want to say there's a moment. I, I miss this my initial notes. Matt, if you go to 305 in this song, you will get something that we very rarely get on this show. If ever, a fuzzy bass solo.
1: Uh, give me that fuzzy base.
0: And I, have, I have, yeah.
1: I have to say that ever since Jenny has said that they all look like bar managers, I can't get the idea of them all morphing into John Taffer from Bar Rescue.
2: That's because that's the middle of their animorph journey to something else. Because <laughs> they're so close, that's like the second one.
0: Now, we've been talking a lot about this band having potential. We've been talking a lot about how this band sounds a little like Tool. Or maybe they don't. But have we talked about what any of these songs mean? So far, no.
2: Mm -mm.
0: Someone actually took a moment from the debate, took a moment from sussing out talent, to say, hey, what's this song about? And that's from commenter The Crowing. So the song is awesome. And to me, it's about people that have screwed the person in the song over. Friends, lovers, etc. They're wondering, doesn't it hurt them? Doesn't it make them feel sick that they do this to a person? But at the same time, the person in the song is letting go. They're moving on and they're on their way. They're the better person from this. This song is so cool to turn up really loud when you're mad and just let the music wash over you. There you go. You know what? That one. That's fucking real.
2: That is not a plant.
0: Not a plant.
2: All right. Up next, we've got Ordinary Girl.
4: Too much on the night Are we just to simply pass the time? All these questions awake inside my head. All these questions awake inside me. Wait, there is too much on my mind. Are we here just to simply pass the time? All these questions awake inside my head. All these questions awaken inside me now.
1: That's how I raise my pussy numbers. I just say <laughs> I want ordinary girls, and then oh. boom, my bed right. sheets are <laughs> wrecked.
2: That's how you get that P count up.
1: Oh man, <laughs> See, you gotta up that pee count, bro. <laughs> if you want to work in this bar,
2: oh yeah, you gotta up the pee count.
0: Well, you know what? There's nothing I I when I am out at the bar and I'm looking for ladies. My hope is that the um the person running the door is like only ordinary girls, <laughs> no hotties, but also no natties, just ordinary
2: see i i read this as as a a person who's dating like some sort of a vampire or something or or Mm. like a a witch or or something she's like you know i just want a girl with no powers whatsoever
0: you know what that actually plays a lot better Uh, because i could imagine somebody yeah you meet somebody and they're like hey by the way i'm a witch and uh, I fly around. You're like, oh, that's the, wow, that's cool. You know? You know what? I bet you, you know who probably really related to this song sometimes on Hard Nights? The, the husband from Bewitched.
1: Oh, Darren Stevens.
0: Darren, Darren yeah. Stevens. You know what? Dick York. Dick Sargent. I'm probably just thinking that sometimes. Like, <sighs> I got to tell you, she's putting me through it. She's putting me through it. Uh, I don't know if you guys have watched Bewitched lately. I have not. But I have very fond memories of that show being very good. I'm um, not going
1: to reinvestigate because I enjoyed it as well. Same. Yeah. Although I do feel that I Dream of Jeannie was not as good, but Barbara Eden made it worth worth watching.
0: Yeah. I would say that that stands up. Yeah. I, yeah. Because it was always like lesser. And there was like less. Um, they had to work hard to like sell that premise while Bewitched was like, it's a witch and she's in the suburbs. Done. You know, easy elevator Right-ish. pitch. Yeah. But, like, I dream a genie needed, like, a whole intro. It's like, he's a pilot astronaut, and he found a genie in the lamp, and now she's in his house, and he's fine. always coming up with excuses. You know, so. I'm sure that's what everybody was saying in the 50s. Like, I dream a genie seems a little derivative. Also, I'm using the GI Bill. All right, all right. Anyway. <laughs> uh, you can sell my knowledge of the 50s. Um, I guess the, pro- the production on this record is pristine. David Kahn, Jason Slater he did a very good job in the sound of this record, and David had a little bit to say about this song. Jenny, what did he have to say about "Ordinary Girl"?
2: Oh boy, David said the perfect follow-up to "Getaway." The label never got to it; they worked another song instead—the one that they said would be the big song instead of "Getaway," and it failed. So they bailed on the whole thing, a way too common story that so many artists have variations on. The vocal syncopation and the chorus is just perfect.
0: Matt, what do you think? Because we did not even mention this. This, the single, the second single was Not Afraid. Really? Yes, Not Afraid. Got a video. This video, if there was a HD version of this thing... <laughs> It might be really cool. As it stands, it is very murky on YouTube, and I realized I wrote, I wrote you Jenny when I send you this. I wrote you like a paragraph. I should probably just read this paragraph, right?
2: Yeah, I think yeah. so.
0: Uh, we see a lady taking a sad bath. Uh, a white kid doing hip hop moves in an alley for a CCTV camera. A couple making out in a moving walkway. Rude a guy waiting at a copy machine who suddenly grows tribal tats and start making making copies of his face and shots of the band, performing with digital effects around them. Will is a no-shoes, no-socks, gotta-rock kind of guy, and they make a big point of showing him mounting the speaker at one point with his bare foot, as well as doing a cool spin move with the mic stand But I need this video in high def to sell these shots. As it is, I wonder, was it in, like 240? I don't know. It's murky as hell. Give me the high def. I'm sure this thing looks sick. But they do really, I mean, Jenny, you got to agree, they sell the shit out of the fact that this guy does not have any shoes or socks on.
2: It's abundantly evident that this person does not have shoes or socks on, I will say. So, they threw they yeah. threw the kitchen sink at this video. I will. There's just so much going on. It's yeah. just like kind of like gesturing at like early 2000s things yeah. are happening.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, because also it's funny is that like the guy going nuts. Throwing the tribal tats, making copies of his face reminds me of that Disturbed video of the guy who's working a corporate drone job and felt himself being suffocated, so then he leaves and goes to a Disturbed show. But they were like, okay, that's great, but how about we cram four other ideas in here, too? I yes. mean, I got to say, every time I saw that couple making out on the on the moving walkway, I was like, how fucking dare you? Get a room. Mm. Get a room.
2: Got to keep that pee count
4: up.
0: <sighs> Dude. You can't count up. I don't care about the P Get your pee count up at your own place. A moving walk. You guys, mm. you've been to an airport with that moving walkway, and somebody's just standing on it, and you just want to knock them over the railing because it's. Well,
2: are they moving- on the stand side or are they on the walk side?
0: Doesn't matter. It's called a moving walkway. <laughs> it's in are the they name. dead
1: balls in the middle?
0: Wow. Oh yeah, that that too, that too. I, I yeah. So I I took that part personally. All right, there you, there you have it.
2: All right, are we ready for the next song? Let's do it. All right, up next we've got "We Fall, We Stand." <clears throat>
4: I feel like I'm losing it all used to be down, I'm thrown to the wall How can they do this to someone at all? Something so awful Woke up this morning, I hope and I pray Nothing can stop me, i will well on my way If I can have anything that I want
0: some funky bass up top
1: did somebody order something funky
0: funky can how are you weathering the pandemic these days my friend
1: my friend i have to tell you right now it's not going well i am very alone more alone than i've ever been but luckily i have my my wiggle man outside the store that he uh he is always waving to me that's nice that's
0: nice. That's nice. Are you, uh, are, are you maintaining social distance as you attempt to uh, make your sales?
1: Why don't people wear masks? We've been closed three times because of it. Nobody wants to wear a mask in my store and the state keeps shutting me down. I want commerce to continue.
0: This is our PSA. If you want to help Funky Ken's business, please wear a mask. Please, please.
1: I'm just trying to give you good deals on T-Mobile phones, baby. Yeah.
2: Not wearing a mask is not funky.
0: It's a real Jean Leger move. (laughs) There you have it. There you have it. I got to say, this funky bass in this song. I wrote that we're bopping. We got some bounce. We got the pit bouncing. It's got a strong chorus. This is what I feel to be Earshot's party track. And I feel like the funky bass is underutilized. I wanted more of that. I'm talking about me. Wow. I wanted more funky bass. What, what a moment. Jenny, thoughts on We Fall, We Stand.
2: Um, It sounded like music that would be in a party scene in a movie. Like in Fear or something. Well, maybe, maybe it's a little late for Fear, but... In uh, something like that, this seems like a generic, they're at like a party or a concert song. It was fun. I agree. It, it seems like their party song.
0: And you know what? I think we can all agree that a party in general is thought of as a good time, a fun time. Always. Always. But man, you go to these comments on songminis.com, baby. No one's having any fun because it's fu- tough to have fun in a war. Hmm. Jenny, what did a dude named Steven have to say?
2: A dude named Steven says, no one has quoted on this Earshot song yet, so I figured I would. This is one of the best songs lyrically, I think. It's just saying we all go through hard times and get down, but don't let them keep you down for too long. Get up and let them make you stronger.
0: I was like, oh, that's a nice comment. Thanks, Steve. Thank you, Steven. But then Under Alice said, oh, Kind of the grudge by Tool, how you shouldn't let your anger keep you down. They kick ass. This lead singer is Maynard 2, LOL. Mm. And all bats off.
2: Yep. Sabra 21 comes in and says, stop with the Maynard comparisons. It's getting sickening. He is not Maynard 2. Why? Because he only slightly sounds like Maynard on the chorus to get away. The lyrics to this song are absolutely nothing like The Grudge. After hearing all this earshot or Tool ripoff's crap, I have to wonder how many people actually listen to both bands. His voice sounds similar to Maynard at times, but is simply a coincidence. If they were trying to rip off Tool, he would sound like Maynard all the time. I am huge fans of each band, and I must say, they are nothing alike.
0: And I felt like that's it. Final word, right, Matt? Final word? Final word. I feel like that is a good thing. Peace reigns at last in the land. Oh, shit. Tool APC is here. What did they say? Yes. After all, Tool is better.
2: Oh, man. We were so close to a so, treaty. Oh, my gosh. we had gotten
0: everybody to the table. They were pens in out to Appomattox, Appomattox Courthouse. <laughs> oh, no. The war continues. The war continues. Oh,
2: man. I thought Appomattox was pronounced Appomattox until pretty recently. I just want to tell on myself there. I don't know if I'll get another chance, but the world should know. The world should know. <laughs> it's not your, a Pomatox. It, it's is not right. a Pomatox. Oh. I'm so glad I didn't find out by saying it out loud. <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> I heard it in a podcast I was listening to, and I was like, "Oh God!" <laughs> uh,
3: oh, all right. Wow. Oh, <laughs> well, my. I feel oh. a Palmatox. <laughs> Cordax. Yes.
2: Very important. <laughs> mm. Oh, a
0: It's a versace. <laughs> it is. It really is. Oh. That that the, Jenny, that has tickled me. That has tickled me. I that will I'm gonna be floating on that for days.
2: Good. Oh good. boy. All right. Up next, we've got wake up.
0: I gotta say it's a pretty new metal move to have a song where someone is yelling wake up but in this sense it feels very literal i'm bored and so alone wake up entertain me why are you sleeping get up i'm bored Let's i don't think do we're something. trying to
2: wake up any sheeple here
0: no i think they're like wake up i'm I want to go. I want to go to breakfast. Stop sleeping in. I want to go. If we leave now, there won't be too long of a line at the fly trap. Let's go.
1: Let's go. Let's go.
0: Come on, let's go. We will. If if we leave, if we leave five minutes from now, we'll have to park on the street or a couple blocks down. It's gonna be a mess. Let's leave now. Wake up. So I Wake related up. to this song. I related yeah. to this song because I was the one being yelled at. I want to put that out there. Uh, Jenny, did Whoa. you relate to Wake Up?
2: I'm usually the person being told to wake up, yes. And you know, I don't like being woken up. I going to go on the record and say, I like to wake up when it's time for me to wake up. I thought this song was kind of weird. It was interesting for sure. It seems like a little bit of a departure from from what we've been hearing so far. I'm not really sure what to make of like the I appreciate that this wasn't just another song that I was just like, oh, it sounds like a radio song. This sounds, it's it's just a, a strange, it's, it's put together in a strange way, I think. Uh, but I, I, unfortunately, I will apologize for my vernacular. I do not have the words to describe what is weird about it as somebody who is not a musician.
0: Matt, thoughts on Wake Up?
1: I mean... I think they've kind of showed their cards that they are a band with a lot of potential. I mean, tons, we're going to put that tons out of there potential. right now. A tons. lot of potential. But, but, but uh, they're in the house, and that house is Maynard's. <laughs> mm.
0: It's true. It's true. Uh, yeah, I wrote my notes. This is a super tool chorus, but with weird vocal effects and this gurgly, moody bass. Uh, definitely does not sound I, I will say, you know, if you accuse this band of sounding samey, they definitely gave you some left turns here on Wake Up. Which sometimes is what it takes to get you up. You know? They're rubbing your back, they're giving you a little push, it's not working. Then maybe you gotta try you gotta try something else to get this person up. And that's what they're trying to do here. I think we're ready for the next one.
2: All right. Up next we've got this
4: world. <laughs> <laughs>
2: if this song is about being depressed or if it's like a i did it my way type of song <laughs> or both like this i this song was not for me i was like
0: oh. it it's a it starts it starts bad and never recovers like it doesn't really feel like it has a beginning it sounds like it's missing a beginning and just goes right into the vocal and I was thinking, no, 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 no. You don't throw me right into that. You got to prime <laughs> the pump a little bit, buddy. Plus, the first lyric is, I never cared much for this world. And probably because I've seen the movie The Room like 20 times, but I just hear that in Tommy Wiseau's voice. I never cared much for this world. You know, I well, mean, that's. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's funny you should say that because I think your boy Will in the photo behind you giving mm-hmm. me Tommy Wiseau vibes.
0: Ooh. Yes. Big oh. purple shirt. Yeah, you're. Oh, Jenny, you're right. You're right. It's true. I mean, oh, hello, doggy. Hello. I mean, yeah. This 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 might make sense. I mean, I went to the song meanings comments to see what was going on. Some people think the song is about suicide, but Pyramid Head Girl thinks it's about something else. She said, this song means to me about a person that's just starting out their life and maybe trying to live up to their parents' shoes, but they're going to live their own life how they want it. And I got to tell you, when I'm trying to live up to my parents' shoes, it uh, it's tough. It's tough. And uh, But certainly, you know, when you get out there in the real world, you know, and you're like, ah, this place, I got to change it. The ground up. Mm. I'm gonna fix status quo. How about status no?
2: <laughs> I don't care much for this world. <laughs> like, well, where are you gonna go, John?
0: Like, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna fix it. I'm gonna make things better or worse, but I'm changing it, baby.
1: You can't catch a raging bull. That's right. This world, this world, Maybe no. you should use your eyes by opening them ah.
3: My God. I hate these guys.
0: <laughs> wow, Wow, Matt. Wow,
3: you're uh, fine.
1: Everything's fine., <laughs>
0: you know what? Listen, there listen, we're in the back half of the record and it's time to get a little wacky. It's time to get a little experimental all right? yeah,
2: it's like, it's like that White Diamonds commercial where she walks by and she's like, these always brought me luck. And she hands <laughs> off her earrings. I imagine I never cared much for this world. And that same, that's what I want. It's, that's Elizabeth Taylor who does that, right? The White Diamonds. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, oh,
1: oh, yeah. Real. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anybody
2: oh, yeah. else? Anybody else for White Diamonds?
1: You got it. Oh, yeah.
2: Comatox. That's my new fragrance. It's great. Uh All right, we ready for the next one? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, up next we got Asleep I Lie. We'll be right back.
4: back. cannot cheer from the stars in my eyes here tonight <laughs> like i do Will this be the first
0: half for you i me jenny Matt and i have to defer to you on this song um this is a vampire song, right?
2: It's gotta be. I don't know what's going on here. This, yeah, I mean, it's gotta be a vampire song.
0: The tip offs here I can't stay forever, and you're too insulting to me, darling. <laughs> That's straight up vampire talk, right there. I can't live forever and be who they want me to be. Sounds like... That sounds like Lestat 100%. You expect me to live forever, but also adhere to the vampire rules? That ain't our boy Lestat. He plays by his own rules. You know? He's like... They're like, don't do not do it. And he's like, mm-mm. I'm forming a band. Disturb's opening for us. We are in the desert. You can't do a thing about it. I mean, they do do a thing about it. They kill everybody. But I mean he tells them they can't. Yeah. So, this one I it's weird, but I mean, I enjoyed the vampire vibes and uh, so I wasn't upset about it. Jenny, what'd you think?
2: Uh I yeah, I agree. I it definitely had a vampire vibe. I <sighs> Did they pull this song off? Like, if we heard this song coming from a different band, and I don't want to say Tool, because I'm not (laughs) interested in entering the war again. But I just, I guess I just don't know if, like, they, if Earshot as a band pulls this off. Or if I feel like I really know who they are as a band at this point. Mm. You know what I mean?
0: It I does don't think feel you're like wrong.
4: I don't yeah. think she's wrong.
0: I don't. I don't think Jenny's wrong either. I. I think there, there's a lot of like grasping, trying things, but there's still. Yeah, I'm still hearing these other bands front and center, and by other bands I mean Tool. That's right. I'm back in the <laughs> war. Oh, <no. laughs>
1: You've reenlisted.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm back at it. I'm back at it. I'm back here. Give me my uniform. Give me my fatigues. I'm going to write some letters home to mother. I'm out on the battlefield. We're playing We're playing ticks and leeches as we march. Oh my. Oh my. Uh, there's only one comment on songmeanings.com I think we need to talk about. It's from SSJ Vigetto or Vegetto who said the lyrics are pretty self-explanatory but the song itself is just perfect. Eerie and powerful and emotional. Best song on the album, I-M-H-O. Well, head song's pretty good. I'll call it a tie. Wow. Wow. This guy just undermined himself.
2: (laughs) (sighs) Well, you know, it's okay. It's okay to change your mind. Mm -hmm. We'll call it a tie.
0: We'll call it a tie. I have a feeling that he was typing the comment up. You know, he's rooming with his buddy, and he's like, hey, Asleep I Lie, best song on on the uh, on the uh, on the earshot record, right? And his buddy's in the bathroom, so he can't hear him because he's brushing his teeth. And then he's like, "Yeah, yeah." And then he's about to hit publish, and the guy comes out. He goes, "What'd you say? What's say?
1: I said, "Asleep, I lie is the best song on this." Oh no, oh,
0: no, 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 dude! Headstrong.
1: Headstrong. Oh, oh, thank God, you got me before I hit publish. <laughs> okay,
0: all right. I mean. Listen, I think we agree it's at least a tie, right? Include that
1: in the comment.
2: For sure a tie. For sure a tie.
1: For a band with this much potential? Oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) A lot of potential.
1: (laughs) Quick cue. Yeah. How respectful of our time is this record?
2: Uh, This record comes in at 44 minutes and 18 seconds.
1: So respectful.
2: So respectful.
0: Very respectful.
2: All right. Up next, we've got unfortunate.
0: Matt, we're gonna start with you. What did you think of Unfortunate?
1: It's unfortunate that there's eleven tracks on this album. Ooh. Ooh, Matt. I'm done. I'm I like I didn't buy the ticket. I didn't buy the ticket for this band. So I'm showing my cards early, but uh I wasn't overly blown away by Unfortunate. Which is unfortunate, with knowing how much potential this band has.
2: It's true.
0: They have a tremendous amount of potential. I've been told by a number of people about the level of potential this band has. Um, Jenny, thoughts on unfortunate?
2: I was, uh, I was not feeling it. I, again, like I just, I think they got. Tools ID like Tools, their older brother, and they're trying to like buy liquor. (laughs) It's like, uh, I, you have another form of ID because I don't think I don't think that's you.
0: Yeah, this one it has a big meaty riff, but it's just kind of mid tempo and just feels a little aimless. And uh, I mean, it has a big finale at four ten, but it's like you got to go four minutes in to get to the big finale. So it's a lot of work. So, yeah, this one, I'm eh, not, not really a huge fan of either. Um, but I do know that this means that we are on the last track of the album.
2: We are. And that track is called My Time. <laughs>
0: Know when you're well, Jenny, you and I have never written a song. Matt, you've written many a song. But sometimes you're writing a song and you got your lyrics down, and you don't have the music yet, but you got the song, you got those lyrics, and you're just like, I am not cutting one of these lines. These lyrics are my children. I would never cut a single one. And that is what happened here, because this guy's trying to cram a lot of lyrics into a little bitty chorus. He's got a stretch limo of lyrics and he's got a smart car of chorus. And he's trying to make them all fit. And I don't I don't think it works. I don't think it
1: works. It's a real word salad it seems.
0: <laughs> it, it really is. It really is cuz you know it it starts off and you're like, "Oh, we're about to rev up into something. We're going out big and hot." And then he's like you wanna know the reason why I am why I am? You wanna hear the truth? And I'm like, whoa, dude, whoa, slow down. <laughs> slow down. You got you got way too many lyrics there. Who you are? 3, who you 311? You decided the last trick you to be three eleven all of a sudden? You've been too much. Oh man, 311
1: still taking it on the face.
0: <laughs> <laughs> take it. They can take it. They're successful. Boy, oh boy. So yeah, this one um did not really land for me. Jenny, thoughts?
2: I thought it was really interesting way to go out seems like a weird last track but I agree too many words a lot of words a lot of words going on here but yeah by the time I got here I was just like all right guys <laughs>
0: like let's
1: wrap it up
0: <laughs> let's let's call let's call this one done huh buds uh yes and uh we, we should before we we tap out completely we should touch in touch in we should check in with uh, David. One last time to see his thoughts on my time, where he had this to say. He said, "Grind. That's a synth I played in the guitar solo, not a guitar." David, thank you.
1: Thank, thank you. Thank
0: you. That is the album. That is "Letting Go" by Earshot. And now it is—it's uh, the part of the show where we talk about.
1: and talk.
0: I'll start off by saying that this record has a lot of potential. (laughs) And you know what? This was an enjoyable album. I'll be honest with you. Uh, It's very derivative, but let me tell you, great in the car. Great for doing housework. When you sit down with it and you got to study it, pick it apart and do notes. Eh, kind of falls apart. But when you're just like, yeah, like. Once again, I got to tell you, I run nearly all these records these days through the Dishwasher Challenge. Dishwasher emptied, then loaded all to our boys here in earshot. Did the job. Got the job done. But uh, So I don't really bear this album any ill will. I think these boys have a lot of potential, but I would have nothing for the canon. Jenny, thoughts?
2: Uh, I agree. Nothing for the canon. Um, it wasn't a painful listen by any means but there wasn't anything that really stood out to me um this isn't really my flavor of new in fact i think it kind of leaned a little bit more heavily alternative than new but yeah i mean i i also don't bear any ill will uh but no nothing for the canon
1: manaz same uh nothing for the canon definitely not for me not my favorite well, there you have
0: it. A lot of potential. Tons of potential. of potential. Tons, we can tons agree. of potential.
1: While they're not in the can,
0: earshot, tons of potential. And we should mention, still in existence to this day. They never stopped. Earshot, they never stopped. They kept going. So... There you have it. And that is it for another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello online. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com with your recommendations, your thoughts, your opinions. Send them all over to us. We'd love to read them, and uh, maybe we'll read one on the show. Until next time, Jenny, thank you.
2: Lauren, thank you.
0: Matt. Matt. Thank you. you. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Bye.
4: Wait, there is too much on the mind. Are we here just past the time? All these questions awaken, inside my head. All these questions awaken, sad me.